As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Love Your Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Sean Robert Brandt. Say that with authority <laughs> because I am thankful that I get the opportunity to say that. Thankful that you're here join, joining me. Thankful that I can express the truth that is me, that's in me, that's inside of you as well, that will hopefully resonate with you as you listen in. And so um, thank you to everybody uh, for all your support, for all, um, for downloading, for listening, for sharing, for um, just basically giving me the opportunity to share my truth with you. Words can't express how much that means. And I'm really and excitingly grateful that I had the opportunity to do so. So um, let's get into it. So we're talking a little bit about understanding uh, the real you, okay? So if you've awakened to the truth of who you are, this is going to be exactly for you, right? Um, well, but also if you hadn't awakened, Maybe it's something that can kind of stir up an awakening within you. Because here's the thing, even when you have reached that point to where you are um, self-actualizing, you know, what has a tendency to happen is we kind of fall back and then fall up again and fall back and then, you know, fall up again. And it just kind of, it's almost like a push and, a push and pull type situation that we have trying to figure out, okay, how do we stick with being the real authentic self, okay? And so one of the most amazing ideas, and I love this so much, um, I love this so much that I even decided to name this episode after the episode that he did. There's this guy on YouTube, his name is Aaron Abke, and it, it, it's amazing to see how um, enveloped in truth this guy is. And I think he's only 28, 29 years old, but he speaks so much truth on so much. And I think it's the most fantastic thing. Like, you know, it's one of those things that um, you can tell it's genuine. You can tell he's speaking from experience. And that's really important to know when you're doing this because you don't want to, you don't want somebody to speak to you from an intellectual level, right? You don't want somebody to speak to you from, from just 
regurgitating concepts. And for me, that's always been a no-no. I always want to know what people are feeling because if you know what they're feeling through that process, then you can really begin to to figure out. Um, you can really begin to figure out the truth of stuff for yourself. Because here's the thing: truth is unique to all of us. It's the same universally, but it's unique to each and every one of us, which is why we all awaken at different points and times in our lives. Okay. So with that being said, breaking up with yourself, right? And so I just want to dive into this. Aaron takes a different turn, but for me, I just wanted to go with what I felt was truly honest within myself. And basically, you know, once we awaken, we all come to a place where we have to do this, where we have to be in a position to um, to really observe, you know, if the things that are in our lives, we really have to observe, are they helping us to be the very best of who we are, right? Are they helping us to continually to grow? Are they holding us back, right? Because here's what I notice about my experience with truth. When I have become my authentic self and I've made truth my highest priority as well as falling in love with myself, the highest priority, do you know what's unfolded? Everything that is not resonant with that truth completely falls apart. It dissolves, rather. It dissolves from my life, right? And that goes for people, that goes for things, that goes for circumstances, that goes for places even. You know, if I like, I can remember thinking that I was going to spend the rest of my life in Los Angeles, California, and then all of a sudden, the individual that I grew into, in addition to my wife as well, prompted me to move to South Florida. Now, if I would have said, well, soul, spirit, God in me, I desire to be an actor, you know, and I can't act anywhere else. You know, I really need to, to stay here in Los Angeles. And I ignored that call, which my soul was leading me towards. I would have had trouble on my hands. I would have been depressed. I would have been not as happy. Right. So breaking up with yourself is just being able to let go aspects that not only yourself, but other people have thought to define you as who you really are. And the truth is you are not those things, right? So I want to share with you a perfect example of how this works. Okay. So I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana. And I spent pretty much almost 30 years in New Orleans. And you know, I love New Orleans. New Orleans is my home. I learned so much in New Orleans. I learned how to be the very best that I could be as a person, as an individual in New Orleans. And it was just truly fantastic in every sense of the word. But there were some challenges. There were some struggles. There were some hardships. And there were a lot of things that I needed to let go, to let stay in the past, right? Because here's the thing. We 
especially in the Western culture. We love a good story, right? And we love a story that involves struggle. We love a story that involves somebody rising above, you know, all of the hoopla. We love like the Rocky story, the guy that's been battered and bruised and counted out. And sure, there's a little bit of everything of that in everybody's life, but it doesn't need to be repeated over and over and over and over, right? So a lot of times what tends to happen is that you get so caught up in your past that you begin to basically just repeat that shit like over and over and over and you wonder why, why can't I move forward? It's because you are, and the key word is identification. And the the reason why I want to emphasize identification is because oftentimes, um, you know, once you awaken, when you deeply awaken to who you are, you lose all sense of labeling, all sense of identification because you know that all you are is spirit. All you are is a soul having a human experience. So you don't identify with something else. But what tends to happen is we identify with everything around us. We identify with everything people are saying. We identify with everything that people feel that we are, we feel that ourselves are. So case in point in my story, I'm in New Orleans and I'm I'm looking to build something new for myself. I'm looking to, to basically evolve and to grow. And what I discover, okay, what I discover is that I'm surrounded by things that consistently remind me of my past, right? I'm surrounded with things that consistently remind me of my past. And then when that is the case, life is hindered, right? And and the one thing I saw, I noticed in New Orleans when I left, and let's say I came back like a few years later, actually almost five years later, I come back and there are people still almost like frozen in time. It's like nothing has changed. And, And the only reason why that happens is because if you consistently put yourself in a place, if you consistently put yourself in a place where all you see unfold is the idea that you are that same person. And for me, that was football. For me, that was um, bad relationships. For me, that was, you know, struggle. For me, that was Hurricane Katrina. Like, Katrina played a big, big role in my life, you know, an absolutely humongous role in my life. And In doing so, it really helped me to evolve into who I am today. But see, once I begin to identify with the experience, once I begin to attach myself to the experience, all of a sudden, it stops life from being able to give to me new things for me to to have and to evolve with and then to let go once those things are passed. Now, this becomes the hardest in relationships, right? You get into a relationship and all of a sudden you are synonymous with that other person for so long. And then the universe says time it's time for you to put yourself into a place, into a into a position where, um, you know, you have to let this person go because something greater is there for you. But then people become afraid. People get get scared because, you know, they're afraid to break up with themselves. Right. It's not breaking up with the other person. 
but it's breaking up with yourself because here's the thing. You are a certain version of yourself um, when you are doing this, this, this relationship. You are a certain version of yourself, right? But that self is no longer needed as you continually move forward. And in realizing that, that that self is no longer needed, what you find is that the universe is ready to get to, to, to let it go. But you have to let it go too in order for something new to come about. It's in order for something new to be, be given to your, your life and your existence, right? So um, breaking up with ourself, how do we do that? Well, the main thing is do whatever you need. And you, you can't really force this, so I can't really say do whatever you need. But understand that life doesn't begin, truly begin, until you figure out who you are as your true self, right? It doesn't begin until you awaken to that truth of who you are. It just doesn't, right? So, but until that happens, take some inventory of your life. Think about, okay, who am I, right? Look at the past. Look at like even the present. Look at the stuff that is there that doesn't necessarily align with who you are, right? Look at the stuff that's there that doesn't necessarily align with who you are, right? So getting back to that story, as far as like New Orleans went, I needed to reinvent myself, but I couldn't do it there. So you know what happened? I had to break up with the version of myself that was in New Orleans at the time. And I did that by taking a leap of faith and packing up all my stuff and driving to Los Angeles to start a new life because there I was finding a new version of myself. And see, this is what's so magical about life is that you're never really breaking up with anyone or anything. You're only breaking up with the version of yourself that does not serve your highest good at the time, right? So that means leaving behind all those memories, leaving behind all those struggles, leaving behind all those bad relationships, leaving behind the idea of what people believe you to be as a, as a person or individual or anything like that, leaving all that behind and starting new. This is why some people unconsciously wind up moving to a new place. But the truth of the matter is that place is only going to reflect yourself. And if yourself is not ready, your, your true self, your higher self is not ready to make that move. You're going to just come up on the same problems that you had when you were in the previous place. Right. So for me, because my higher self knew that, you know, me as a as a human being was ready to make that move. I moved to Los Angeles and then everything began to work out. And before you know it, I found a version of myself that was dormant, you know, dormant for a very long time. And then I began doing stuff that I never really thought was possible. But it was because I had broken up with the idea of who I once was right now. It gets hard sometimes, especially when you, you're dealing with unprocessed emotions and that becomes such a, a, an important aspect to really break free, right? To break free from 
it really becomes an important aspect to break free from who you once wore, who you once were, right? Because if not, that always comes up. And then they, they, like, it could be something as, as simple as the emotion of feeling unworthiness by your, from your parents. Every time you do something where you need to feel worthy as an individual, that emotion comes up and it stops you, right? So your past is what I like to call handcuffing you. So you also have to be aware that breaking up with yourself is clearing all of that junk, clearing all of that, that, that baggage that we can potentially carry into every year of our lives. And we, we sometimes wonder, well, why aren't things moving forward? Why aren't things going ahead? Well, it's because the past is still reliving itself, right? Sometimes you've got to do so many different things creatively throughout your day to ensure that your brain just doesn't get caught up into living out the same existence, the same ordeal. You, 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 you just have to, right? Because it's one of those things that you can get caught up doing the exact same thing over and over and over, right? And just basically wondering why does every day look the exact same? And you know what? You may say, you know, I'm not in a position. I'm not in a position to like be able to change in my life. Yes, you can, you know, and it goes like, let's say, for instance, if you wake up every morning and you go straight to the kitchen and get something to eat, change it up. Take a walk to begin with. Go work out for a bit. Right. Take a different route to work. You know, uh, go treat yourself to to. A nice dessert or something like that, I don't want you to drink and drive, but treat yourself to a nice dessert or meet up with a friend after work, change it up. Get the neuroplasticity in your brain actually being more receptive and open to what else is out there because we have this issue where we start to get we start to get so focused and, and repetitive with our routines that everything just starts to look similar, similar, similar. Nothing. Nothing is different, you know, from one day to the next. So that's why it's important for you to mix it up and just to never be caught up in identification, in labeling, and attachment to who you once were. You are a new being every single moment of every day. You are a new being, a new person. Cells are regenerating at, a, at an absolutely light speed within your body so you don't even have the same body every moment, right? So why just create the same experience over and over? And like I said, it's something as simple as changing up your routine, maybe doing something first as opposed to doing it second, writing down, you know, what you need to get done, doing certain things like just out of the ordinary, changing it up. Because what happens when you do that, your mind becomes open to, to, to newer ways of doing thing and things and newer stuff. So it's so very important to remember that we always have to check our relationship with ourselves. And when it's not serving our highest good or our highest growth, we've got to pull the plug. You know, we've got to cut the cord. And like I said, it's not other people. It's not other things. It's just yourself, right? Because life only reflects who we are in our circumstances. So if it's not helping you to move forward and do something different, 
you know, and do something that's more gratifying to you, you've got to cut it loose, right? You've got to break up with yourself. And that means letting go of anything that says you're this past version, because the truth is you're not. You're always new. You're always evolving. And that's what counts. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure. Enjoy your Saturday night. We will catch up later. Talk soon. Take care. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit